I saw something very weird on the way here. Yeah. Um, you know, like it's sunny this weekend for the first time. So Mm -hmm. the crazy vegans are back, you know, the ones that bring all their signs. (laughs) And one of them had a sign that said, um, if you want to stop pandemics, stop eating meat. Oh, perfect. (laughs) And I was like, did COVID happen because we eat meat? Like, was that an established thing? Um, some people reckoned it was through consumption of bush meat, was it? No, wasn't it that somebody somebody <laughs> took a bite out of a bat and then the bite, bat bit them back? Yeah. <laughs> That's like a tongue twister. Well, maybe that bat should go vegan. Hmm? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, somebody was like, wasn't it they were supposed to be eating a bat? And then it turned out to be alive. And the bat bit them. <laughs> and then, then COVID was invented. Where Revenge did people get the this bands? info? I don't, yeah. Facebook forums. Well, the vegans think it was us. Um... I mean, <clears throat> they're always pushing their oat milk agenda. Honestly, yeah. oat juice. We have a close friend who's a vegan, Jack. And oh yes, yeah, isn't it so forgettable that he's a vegan because he's <laughs> it's like the only thing he has morals on in the world. <laughs> yes, I know the most unscrupulous, monstrous twing. He's such a horrible person. <laughs> and then he's like, "But I don't eat meat." But I don't eat meat. Okay, cool. <laughs> the only stop abusing everyone. <laughs> Hello, you are listening to Pre-Drinks at Layla's, the podcast where I, Layla Beauty, have a drink with the guest and discuss the topic du jour. My guest this week is drag artist, creative, um, I always feel like I have to name multiple things <laughs> that people do. Um, but tax evader. Tax evader <laughs> and very close friend of mine. <laughs> She's she's shaking her head. <laughs> Annie queries. Um, so yeah, thank you for coming on, Annie. It's I'm delighted to have you here. Thanks so much for having me. Oh. It's an honour to be in the presence of a uh, highly commended activist. Oh, th- <laughs> oh thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> me and my activism. Um, so active in the activism world. <laughs> I'm afraid the first thing I have to do to you as my guest is give out to you because oh. you have me drinking gin right now. Well, you know, you've you've had worse. I'm, honestly, Leila. I'm a horrible cunt on gin. Like, I cry. I get angry. I So you have just unleashed... You must be having gin every day then, are you? <laughs> <laughs> You've just unleashed a monster into the podcast world. Um, well, I I can't wait to see what happens. Can you believe I have a podcast? I actually can. I can. I can't stop cringing at myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think podcasts are really embarrassing, but uh, I got I got I've got into them lately. I started like actually listening to them, and I'm like, oh, okay, I see the appeal. Now people um, love them. People, yeah, do be mad about a podcast. Yeah, well, I hope somebody will listen. You know, yeah. um, that's my goal. Well, you'll listen to this one because you're. I listen to so. this one, yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. thank can't, you. Can't make any promises. <laughs> so we are having gin and tonics. Mm-hmm. Do you like the tonic? I do. Did you get the fancy one? I got fever tree. Fever tree. It's like a Mediterranean so tonic, so it's like citrusy. Oh, I'm actually enjoying it. Um. Well, I had to pick gin because, um. Most other alcohols tend to affect me in a strange way. Like, for example, yeah, well, uh, vodka really sends me into a very bizarre place. Like I start telling lies and all. 
Yeah. And just tell loads of fibs. And I, I wouldn't be a fibber normally. But I don't know what comes over me. You know? <laughs> I did see that in Paris. <laughs> you did become a bit of a monster. On our, yeah. On our who yeah. knows? And then sometimes I could just turn into like a, a more of a petulant child. Yeah. Kind of vibe. yeah. I saw that in Paris yeah. too. <laughs> you gave out to a waiter because our table wasn't nice enough. Well, it was not good. Okay. I'm just trying to. <laughs> it was a perfect table opposite the Moulin Rouge or wherever we were. <laughs> Listen, I, um, well, the lighting was horrible. Yeah, well, okay, I'll give you that. Um, you did look horrible under that lighting. <laughs> <laughs> but... I was thinking only of you. But... Um, well, he was kind of handsome, though, wasn't he? He was. The owner, yeah. the proprietor. Mm. I okay, was so... stunned to hear he was the proprietor. I felt a bit bad then. Oh, my like, God. Oh, this is the airplace. Yeah, oh, we, it's lovely. we were having great fun with him. And then I realised he was a restaurant owner. Yeah, but, yeah. restaurant tour. Yeah, he was lovely. Mm. Anyway, stop distracting me. Um, the... I bought you an agon of gin. Guess how much it was? Much. I haven't bought an agon in years now. Yeah, go on. Much. It was nine euro. Oh, that's good. What? Do I think that's a steal? Nagin used to be like five fifty. Oh, I'm very out of touch. You I are. I have. I haven't bought. An like, I don't in think years. a nagon should be over. Well, I don't think a nagon should be over four euro, but I don't think it should be over like seven. Really? Yeah. I think under a tenner is great for a nagon. <laughs> it's like two drinks. Okay, yeah, fair. Mm. Well, if you're in a bar. Yeah, but I'm not in a bar. Well, I'm, I'm in a bunker yeah, yeah, with Andy yeah. <laughs> um, The, But which is, you know, talking about the Cosy Lives, whatever they call it. <laughs> the Cosy Livies. Um, is, uh, that's the second time I've said this on this podcast. So I really need to not make, let that become a thing. But um, it's a nice segue into the topic du jour. Ooh. Um, any queries every week I reveal the topic du jour I'm laughing already because I know you're going to cringe at this bit oh, no. but um, the topic du jour this week is hit it Niall <laughs> money oh money 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 money, money, money. Um, money makes the world go round yes I was listening to that on the way here money makes, makes the, the world, world go round the world go round okay I don't think we can sing that anymore because we have to pay royalties take it away <laughs> oh yes no more than 30 seconds <laughs> yeah um, no more than 10, 10 words in the lyrics and then um, I have to I was also listening to Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend oh yes um, I don't know if you've heard of Marilyn Monroe but I, th- I think you'd really, yeah I think you'd really like her um, hmm. But yeah, so I want to talk to you about money, all things financial. Because I am a a financier. Yeah. In a former life. No, I'm not. (laughs) My first question for you is, Mm -hmm. are you good with money? (laughs) I would say I um, enjoy having it. Mm -hmm. But... uh, I have a bit of a chaotic approach to the ownership whereby as soon as I acquire it, I'm like, oh, no, must must get into this, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think um, it it causes me a lot of like anxiety, like not having enough. Yeah. Or like having like a nest egg. But then I constantly dip into the nest egg for like the instant gratification Mm -hmm. that I need and I just don't think the monthly salary thing suits a lot of people. Oh, uh, you know, I was only talking about this recently. Go on. Yeah. 
Like, well, you get this um, relatively large amount of money. You become a thousand air. Yeah. Every yeah, month. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, I'm rich. In a uh-huh. sense. Well, you're richer than you were the day before, you know. Yeah. So I think you get like a big dopamine hit off that. And yeah. then you're like high as a kite and you want to go around and like, you know, damn the expense. Yes. <laughs> and then like you're living in absolute penury for the other three weeks. I know. I get paid weekly, thank God. Oh, thank God. Because um, it kind of saves you from yourself in a way, doesn't it? It's like, totally. It's like you're getting it rationed out. Yeah, like I get to Sunday and like, yeah, I've spent all my money that weekend and like I can I feel bad about myself but it only lasts mm. a few more days and yeah. then I get it again, you know? Yeah. I can eat beans for three or four days, you know? That's it. Better than three or four I mean, I would never eat beans, but you know, no. it's something similar. <laughs> beans, <laughs> yeah. uh, beans, forget meat eaters, bean eaters are the pandemic. <laughs> they are the pandemic. true scourge. Yes. Yes. Especially in closed spaces. <laughs> um, I know a guy, I work with a guy who, in where I worked as like a mixture of like permanent staff and then contractors. Mm. He gets paid every five weeks. Why? Five. I don't know. Some psychopath decided He's on a five week. Isn't that disgusting? That's, it should be against the Geneva Convention, to be honest. <laughs> and the Lisbon Treaty. And the Lisbon Treaty, yeah. <laughs> and the, yeah, I, I mean, it's just like, I need to see him struggle. Like, yeah. especially the last two weeks. I'd say. You know. Yeah. I had a friend who um went on welfare and uh, he had to be on job seekers for a while. Mm-hmm. And uh <clears throat> He, because there was a person in his house making a lot of money and you have to declare everyone's money, he got oh. 40 euro a week. Oh, what? Goal. Oh, ridiculous. Isn't that so mean? He was expected <laughs> to live on that. Like, this person in his house was making money. He wasn't getting to, to spend any of it, you know? It yeah. was that person's money. But because it was in his household, yeah. he got 40 euro a week. I was on the dole for, like, well, job seekers for, like, two months a few years ago. Oh, really? And I have to say it was the best time of life. <laughs> Yeah, but it's it not so enough. Like, oh no! Well, the only reason it was good was because I was living with my partner at the time, and oh, he still had a job, and so I was just kind of, you know, floating around, throw, to, throw I, a bit at it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I got, I went to the post office on a Wednesday, said hello to all the girls, got my cash, including the <laughs> like coins and all. Mm. But now you can just get it put into your bank. It's all different. I don't, I don't know if you can for job seekers, can you? Oh. I think that was a COVID thing for a while, but they they encourage you, which I think is very nanny state, because yeah. they're like you have to turn money. up at that, yeah. you have to get up out of bed, you you lazy, you lazy so and so, yeah. <laughs> so like you can't go on fucking holiday without letting them know or anything like that. And like, Ew, I mean, I'm gross. a big believer in a full welfare state, um, yeah, me too. and like universal basic income and all that kind of stuff. And mm. I just think like. Why would you do that to people? Put it in their bank accounts. Like, do you know? know. Give them some dignity. Honestly, like having to go and join the queue and like shuffle up and be like, can I have my money this week, please? please. I have no job. Like, it's just disgusting. There's something very, um, Oliverian about it. Can (laughs) I say that Yeah, yeah. Very Dickensian. Like, please, sir. (laughs) Exactly. Is there any change? Please, sir. Or madam. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's 2023, Annie. Um, Um, Please say them. (laughs) (laughs) What are your pronouns, Nathan? <laughs> um, I've got to pick a book. What do you... Sorry. <laughs> okay, no follow-up. I know that. What do you always prioritise, no matter how broke you are? Oh, God. <clears throat> That's a very good question. Thank you. Um, I should okay. start a podcast. <laughs> you should start a podcast. <laughs> okay, what do I always prioritise? So... Uh, well, there's always the nor- the the normal stuff, the non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. So is it apart from like rent and all those bits? Oh, or- yeah, 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 yeah. So my disposable income. 
Yeah, is like it? what? What's a luxury you prioritize? I suppose is maybe a better way of phrasing it. Phrasing it. Yes, I I would always prioritize um like socializing, number okay. one. So like going out, meeting people, going for dinner, because mm-hmm. that's that's my favorite thing to do. Okay, I get more joy from like those types of experiences compared mm. to like purchasing material things. Right, you could have fooled me. I don't see it that often. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just but not very materialistic <laughs> at all. But um but I also prioritize like um anything to do with like beauty or like yes. maintenance of my physical appearance for sure. Yeah. And like lately I've started like absolutely spending whopper amounts on skincare. I don't know what's really yeah, yeah. I don't think you need to. Well, maybe it looks like I don't need to, but that's because I do. No, not specifically you, though. It, I got <laughs> oh, very one, into my skincare. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, like, I, I'd be very smart. I'm quite thrifty, actually, with my, like, skincare. Like, I go mm. on Boots, like, once every two or three months. And, like, I look at, like, all the deals and all the, you know, I have the app. And oh, like yeah. I look and I'm like, Dude, oh, it's great. Oh, it's braille. Yeah. Like, I can get triple points for this. I can do this. And then I mm-hmm. buy, like, the Boots ingredients stuff. Yeah. Which is very cheap. But yeah, very good. Like it's all like hyaluronic acid shit and stuff like that. All the bits. Yeah, yeah. like the um, inky list and all that. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I I used <clears> to think, oh, it's much better if I buy like Clarins or whatever skincare. And now mm. I'm like, oh well, like this thing kind of has the same ingredients. And, yeah. Um. Well, certainly, yeah, I do think like there's definitely like affordable dupes of things. Yeah. But for me, part of it at the moment now is like um. I kind of want to use it as like a treat for myself as well. Yeah, fair enough. And like it's kind of part of it is about the experience of using it. Yeah. So like I want something with like a gorgeous scent and like nice yeah. packaging and all that. What kind of is bits, it about you know? skincare that's so exciting? Like when I collect my my parcel, <clears throat> my boots parcel that I order every couple of months, I'm like yeah. actually like hot with excitement. It's <laughs> like fizzing. honestly, it's yeah. like I'm like just arrived at my B and B on a holiday or something. <laughs> yeah. You're in like a gorgeous Airbnb in Cornwall or something. Yeah. But I think, well, I think it's like, it's like getting a big load of like magical potions, isn't it? It's like, it's like the promise of like a a transformation or like a, 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 just a glamour. There's a glamour to it. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. So yeah, I'd prioritise those things really. Okay. Uh, But I, things I don't spend money on, which I wish I, I probably should, is like good haircuts. I really go bargain basement with the old hair, which is oh, so bad. I do my own hair, so. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't really buy clothes that much. Really? Yeah. Really? I'm well, that. but I have a friend, like one of my besties. She, I don't know. I was I was only with her earlier on and she does like a wardrobe clear out. I don't know. Every couple of months. Oh, I, do I don't not. know. She does. A, she's like Marie Kondo, like times 10. I don't know how she has any stuff left, but she gives me so many like um, bits of her old clothes and okay. I love her clothes. And okay. they fit me as well. So, like, most of my wardrobe is her old clothes. Okay. <laughs> I do buy a lot of clothes, so I have to do a lot of clear-outs. Okay. Um, yeah. But, like, again, I'm very thrifty. Like, I'd buy during the heights of the sales and stuff like that. Would you ever do, um, would you be selling bits on Depop? No, because I do not have the energy. <laughs> For the admin. I'd rather just give it to charity and then I feel like I'm doing a yeah. good deed as well. Yeah, karma. Um, Tick the box. Yeah, Obsessed them one of my friends karma. recently suggested going to like one of those flea markets and selling like a few of us going together and like selling oh, our clothes. Yeah, like having a stand. Yeah, but um, again, I, do, I just do not have the energy for that shit. I'd rather just give it away. Yeah, um, I think same. Yeah. But I, I, know, I, I know a few girlies who have a Depop and they lash everything they can on. Oh my God, yeah. stuff sells. Yeah. 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 But Depop is like... 
I feel like you don't really get bargains. You kind of get like things get marked up. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so bad. I do buy bits on Depop, but like I, <laughs> I, I look on Depop like I'd say about four times a week and yeah, oh, go really? through yeah and go oh, through wow. what's gone up and then like it's only when I actually see a deal yeah that um I'll buy like um so I'd, I'd buy on it occasionally but I'm on it all the time you can go on it and it's like you know <clears throat> um Doc Martin boots frog living in left one um syringe stabbing tongue of right one barely born <laughs> 200 euro it's like what yeah yeah I know uh, slight scuffing and there's like a traffic con stuck to it like what the, like the absolute notion yep no I agree with that but I mean I guess like if you have if you have a neck that much of a neck someone's gonna buy it you know that's true yeah so they're just being business CEOs I tried to sell my book on Depop for a while and nobody bought it oh I paid like two euros to put my book up maybe that's the one for the charity shop <laughs> <laughs> well, it did. A lot of them did end up in charity shops. I found them before. Uh, what do you hate paying for? Oh, oh, many things. I mm. resent, I resent. It's a difficult question, yeah. It, but, like, well, I hate paying rent at the rate that we all have to. Yeah. At the moment, because that is just. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, but I also... <clears throat> I don't believe in rent. I think that if you're renting something, it should be like a mortgage. Like you should be renting Like renting, buy. yeah, with the view to buy. Yeah, yeah. Which they did have for a while, but I don't know if it's still going. And it was only like certain places and certain properties. Yeah, if I was rich, that's what I'd be doing. Like I'd be buying properties and having my friends like rent to buy them. As like, oh, instead of idea. like being a landlord, um, mm. a leech, like I'd be like helping Supporting them people. get there. But like then I'm like, it's still an investment because I'm getting a little bit of income from it, you know. A, a, a Latopia. Yeah. Domestic Latopia. Yeah. That's, that's why what you I, call your village. That's why um, I need to get sponsors for this podcast so I yeah. can do, I can make it Become a reality. Um, do you know what I also resent paying for? What? Um, using toilets. Oh. Stephen's green. I'm looking at you. Drives me mad. Oh, extortion of the highest order. I went to college on Angel Street, so I'd be in Stevens Green a lot and like I, I need to pee all the time and I would just run through. Yeah. I just oh, run past to. the person. Now they don't have a person anymore, thank God. Thank God. Yeah, they just um, have like a thing that you can tap. And honestly, like, who's tap- tapping? Yeah. <laughs> who's tapping? But uh, yeah, I would just run past them and one time <laughs> she called me afterwards and she was like, you're supposed to pay for that bathroom. But I was like, oh, sorry. And just walked away. Like, I was just like, what, what do you want me to do? I can't put it back in me. Um, <laughs> Can't unuse the toilet. Exactly. Yeah, it wouldn't be sent. I was in London a while ago, though, and uh, I was near, um, what's that place called? Trafalgar Square. Yeah, I was on one of those squares. Did I tell you the story? Or no. Are you just guessing? No, I, I was on one of those squares, anyway. Piccadilly, I think, maybe. Mm. Piccadilly Square. Anyway, yeah. um, I had to use the toilet because my friend and I were, well, it was Jack, actually, who we talked about earlier. Mm, um, the we vegan. Were, yeah, the vegan. We were drinking um, and eating vegan nuts. And uh, <laughs> I had to use the toilet and I had to pay in because they had a turnstile. Oh, You gross. could tap your phone now. You didn't have to use coins, but yeah, it was a turnstile. They Still. wouldn't let you in. And there was a man watching the turnstile to make sure no one hopped it. For oh. 20 cent for the toilet. I'm like, it cannot cost that much to clean this place. No. Like, come on. Like, what is the annual revenue from we? Honestly. Honestly, <laughs> I would love to know. And then I'm like, and then you see them bloody... um. 
Let's try to go up. I was about to go. And then you see them spending so much on the royals. I don't want to go into that conversation. It's so tedious. I'm not doing that. No. Um, anyway. <laughs> I hate paying for public transport. I think it should just be free. Oh, yeah. yeah I hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drives me mad. Yeah, especially when it's so horrendous. Shocking. It's so horrendous. Wasn't yeah. there, didn't something come out recently that we have like the worst the worst service in Europe. in Europe? Yeah. I mean, not a shocking revelation, but... Not, didn't shock but, me at all, no. <laughs> no. But yeah, so fair. It's um, like, oh. I hate paying into nightclubs. Yeah. I'm like... I'm going to go in there. I'm going to spend money on drink. Like, yeah. why do I have to pay in? I could have spent like a hundred euro probably. Yes, exactly. At I least. know not everyone does that, but like, come on. <laughs> and then I'm like, also, you should be paying me to come. <laughs> yeah, as an, an appearance fee. Oh, everywhere I go, it just, um, <laughs> everywhere I have to leave them because it just gets too busy. <laughs> you just get throngs of people. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, they should be paying me. <laughs> I make places cool. <laughs> What's been your like, bougiest experience? Oh. Or one of them. <clears throat> um, well, have you ever been to Monarch in Wexford? The spa? The spa. Um, no, I've heard about it though. Oh, oh that's glam. Is it very that's expensive? Gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, is it? it? You could get a holiday in Spain for like oh. a week, for a weekend in Monarch. Oh, fuck, okay. It's outrageous. When did you go? Oh, I went a few times years ago. Oh, yeah. don't you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> With my then partner. But um, it's just, it's like, it's like someone just decided to curate nature. And like, okay. it's, it's almost like Teletubby land. Oh, like, lovely. it's so perfectly landscaped with these like weird rolling hills and like, probably like imported ducks. And like, mm-hmm. it's all just very like, you know, um, almost like the Sims, if you will. Oh. Like a Sims paradise. Oh, I can get on board with that. Yeah. And like... When you go, when you go in, it's all, you know, bloop, 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 kind of music. And oh. when you're checking in, they give you a bit of champagne and they give you like chocolates. And then like the whole idea is that you kind of swan around in your robe the whole time. Even for like breakfast, you can go down in your robe. You can even have dinner in your robe if you want. Wow. Which is a bit much. Yeah. And Irish people aren't able for that. No. <laughs> They're all just like so paranoid. Yeah. Or like I have seen like, you know, like a lot of couples go. So like you'd see like a man walking around with like his robe and then a pair of jeans under because he's too self Ew. Oh my God. That's so gross. But no, but it's, oh, it's stunning. And like when you go and get um, a treatment, there's all these like lovely treatments you can get. And then they have like an, a dark relaxation room and a light mm. relaxation room. And there's all these like chaises everywhere and like bottles of fruit and sparkling water and it's just gorge. No, that does sound lovely. Yeah. I'm looking forward to you buying me. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) That's actually why I brought you a voucher today. I had one of my bougiest experiences so far this year with you. Oh. Um, Oh. It it had to be a crazy horse. Mm. We went for the... Oh, that was glam. Champagne package. Oh, what a package. Oh my God. Literally that man waiting on his (laughs) hand and foot. Yeah. Um, Watching a show which you have to go to if you're in Paris, Crazy Horse. Like, I, it costs money, but it is so worth it. Yeah, one of the best um, things I've ever seen, honestly. Honestly. Um, and you know what? I was just looking at um, Beyonce's video for Partition last yeah. night, and she's in the club. She's in Crazy Horse. Is she? Yeah, because when I was watching the show, I was like, oh, this really reminds me of Beyonce's video. But it's literally directly inspired by it and then filmed there. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Oh, it was incredible. Remember we were looking at all the celebrities that have been there and some of them were so random and some of them were so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was some, there was some uh, 
problematic ones. There was one called David. <laughs> David. David. I was like, it was David. Just Jack. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but all the celebs have been. All the celebs. All yeah. the icons. Old and new. Yeah. You know. And do you remember it? So, um, so how would you explain it? It's a bit like, I've never been to Moulin Rouge, but it seems like sort of like an... A, a really glamorous version. Apparently, tourists go to Moulin Rouge. Locals go to Crazy Horse. Right. Um, yes, I can see that. Because mm. Crazy Horse is much filthier. Much more French, oh, I yeah. think. It's so, so French in the best yeah. possible way. And so you know. titties everywhere and yeah. very naked. It was fab. So beautiful. Mm. And the whole lounge is so... Like, it's really like a time capsule, isn't it? It's like you're back in the 60s. Honestly, dinner and a show. like Yeah. Um, but it's also quite intimate. Like, the, it's not a massive yeah. crowd. I thought it would be much bigger, actually. I thought it'd yeah. be this huge theatre, but it's not. Yeah. No. And we were in a booth. With... Yeah, with, like, velvet chairs. Oh, God. And then this, like, Take huge bottle of champagne. And mm. even, like, the little tables light up. Yeah. And, like, the whole show is well, it's just... Oh, it's so, so good. We are losing our relatability, I feel, though, so we should stop Sorry, bragging, yeah, bragging yeah, this about... Sorry, not relatable <laughs> content ...that we went to this show. Um, but highly rec. Highly yeah, rec. well, let's inject a bit more relatability into it. I mean, like, okay. two hours before we left, I was lying on the floor of the kitchen and saying to you, I can't go because I've been puking <laughs> all day. <laughs> I was having yes. cold sweats. Yes, I yes. Was she, was, she was doing her... You got annoyed at me for the first time in our friendship because <laughs> I was puking to a Pringles tin in the same room as you. I, you know, I I like to think of myself as a rather chill person you most of the time. But you were just, we were chatting and then intermittently you were just vomiting into this tube of Pringles. <laughs> It yes, was horrifying Because I felt really lonely When I'd have to go to the toilet To puke I wanted to be with you guys because No like, I just couldn't do Whatever about puking Like two or three times But you know what I'm like It happens about 15 times Like with the night the morning After drinking and No I'm sorry I did banish you oh I was like Luna you get into the toilet Right now Stop puking into the Pringles I No it was horrifying it. No because See the thing is I have this like Mortal fear of vomiting Oh, I, do you? Yeah, I oh, hate it. Oh, I didn't know it. that. No, I, I hate just it. Being a bitch. I'll do anything to avoid it. Because my brother, when I was a child, right, he when, he was a real pukey kid. You know, like okay. some children just puke all the time. Yeah. But my every time he like did, that. he sounded like he was at death's door. Like he was, it was like he was trying to, you know, cough up an organ. And it was so violent that I used to like run to the furthest corner of the house and like, you know, plug my ears and just be going like, la, 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 because it was so what? horrible. Yeah, so anyone getting sick, I just get triggered. That's really <laughs> fucked up. That you ran from your brother when he got sick. Yeah, no, but, but my parents would obviously be minding him while it was happening. Well, I know, but like but I would be like, no, I can't, I can't do. As I if don't getting know. sick doesn't feel bad enough. Um, I know. I really, I really shamed him. Yeah, <laughs> and you. Yeah, you did. Um, you did. But I just couldn't cope. It yeah. was the Pringles. That was a very intimate apartment, to be fair. Um, it was. And it was but our I, first trip away together, so we were yeah. all kind of on top of each other. But but I liked it. I liked the intimacy of it. I, Apart from the I puking, loved it. But yeah. I it was fab. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, so that was your bougiest moment. That was probably my, my bougiest most moment bougiest of this one. year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely had bougie moments. Um, I did like, you know, it can be hard <laughs> to go on holidays with people because you all have like different ideas of what you want to spend money on and stuff. Yeah. But I felt like yourself, myself and Donna were oh yeah, very synced up on like what yeah. we were going to splurge on and yeah. stuff. Which... No, it was so easy. It was like, it really... was very easy. Yeah, and also great. like 
see, I've never had like a long term partner, but I really saw the appeal of like splitting bills. So mm. you feel so much less guilty. <laughs> like if I've been on a holiday, like I travel on my own sometimes and like yeah. I, I'm like, oh no, I can't spend that much on this. But like mm. if you're like, I'm like, oh, this is a horrible <laughs> bill. And then it gets split between the three of us. And I'm like, ah, it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like when people say they go in to do a business deal and they ask for a huge amount unrealistically at first so that what they really want yeah. is what they get. So when we get an enormous bill, we're like, oh, it's awful. But then we're like, oh, no, it's, it's fine. Split between three of us. It's split between yeah. three. When actually it still is probably awful. <laughs> Did you get the ick of me when I was puking? No, 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 not ick. It was more just um, a visceral horror have Due you ever had the trauma? <laughs> no, no. Never. What do you mean? No. I think I, think I can be very overbearing. <laughs> oh, yes. Impossible. Impossible <laughs> to do. But no, not Icky, Also, though. I never leave your apartment. <laughs> I remember one time we... Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I do have to kick you out most of the time. Yeah. When we first got your... When you first got your apartment, I was fascinated by it. I love your apartment so much. Speaking of money. And uh, <laughs> the... I remember one night, I don't know where, we'd all met and gone for drinks. We'd all met like unexpectedly that day. And then mm. we were getting like pizza and I was supposed to be going home. And then uh, we were like halfway on the way to your place in the taxi and pizza. And Liam was like to me, why are you here? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm staying here tonight. <laughs> I just love, I would love to live in, um, mm. on your couch. But none of you will I know. <laughs> I know, we'd never get rid of you when well, you, you don't get the ache. No, I when think... I do that. I, uh, no, I think the the most shocking moment with you, which I'm now totally used to and enjoy, but just when you randomly have a boob out without <laughs> mentioning it, <laughs> I just was like, oh, I don't know if Leila knows that her breast is revealed, but she revealed it's it. It's a bit, yeah. yeah. No, I like, I, I, yeah. I, I am a nudist. I do, do enjoy yeah, getting naked. Yeah, but I, I really like that, though. I wish I was more like that. I want yeah. to get there. I want to get, I want to be a nudie person. Yeah. But I'm like full Victorian, like, I'm like burkini. <laughs> no, you are not. You walk around with your top off all the time. Well, for a man, burkini. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. You know. Fair enough. Um, but well, I'm trying to get more comfortable being a nudie person. Mm. What would you do then? Like, obviously this is a classic question, but what would you do if you became rich? Oh. Oh, yes. I actually... I used to think about this a lot. Do you think... I think about this every day. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I, I actually used to think about it so much that I devised this whole, like, plan around how to fairly divide up the um, riches between my family. As in, like, you know, they would get this, they would get that. And mm. I had this whole scheme going. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, it wasn't a good scheme on reflection. But, um, yeah, I think I would really love to um, gift some money to the people I love. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a, like, thanks for, you know. For putting for up with you. Yes, we yeah. deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I said people I love. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I would. I love. So no yeah. one can see the the glares I'm giving you. <laughs> um, yeah, no. So I definitely would. I would give um, people I love some money. Um, I definitely one hundred percent. Is this like a lotto win? Um, yeah. Let's say it's like, like you a got a big fall. lump sum. Yeah. Definitely so, would quit my job. I know people who are like, no, I'd keep working. Just like what? 
I get a life. Oh, like get a grip. Honestly, I think they say that to make them feel better about their current yeah. circumstances. They're like, yeah. no, they're yeah. pretending to like their life. Yeah, no, like, I really love admin. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so I absolutely would not continue to work in that no. capacity. No, I would. Um, uh, I'd, I, I don't know. I, I saw a thing before where someone was like, some like finance guy was saying like, don't go around buying loads of properties because ultimately you'll probably lose money on them. Because a lot of the time they'll be unoccupied, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and you have to pay for the maintenance. So it's better to just like go on really like extravagant holidays where you rent like an amazing palatial place. Yeah. Okay. So, but I would travel loads. Mm-hmm. I would spend a shit ton on like drag. Yeah. I'd buy like the best wigs, the best costumes. I'd oh, I'd love to like have a studio. Like basically like a big drag studio where yeah. I could just like create. Amazing. And I could like get like top of the line equipment to like make stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'd probably pour a lot of uh, my time and money into like creative um, yeah. projects. Mm. And I think like having having the <clears throat> freedom from financial, not worries, but just like always having to consider that. I think that would really like, you'd it'd kind of allow you to explore your creative artistry so much more. Like you'd be kind of liberated Mm -hmm. um, out of, you know, the shackles of the humdrum, you know, life of just like, you know, on the hamster wheel, get the money, paint the rent, you know, all that shit. So you could kind of like... It costs money to be creative, like it does. Oh, absolutely. And it's such a luxury because you can only really, like it's really hard to create from a place of like scarcity. Yeah, it is. When you have to look after all these... um, kind of really mundane but important and necessary things if that's a struggle or if that's difficult like you don't have much energy left no, for creating not and then, at all like your soul starts to die yeah you know and mm-hmm. um, so I definitely would do that and I definitely would I would like to do a bit of philanthropic bits as well yeah because I, I what, what do you think <clears throat> deserves like if, if you had a load of money what, what would be a charity that you'd like to donate to do you think um, sorry I have an awful burp that tonic <laughs> But I'm not doing it on the mic, so I just, I, I did it as I was speaking there. Go on. <laughs> um, well, I think, obviously, you know, the the community near and dearest to my heart is the queer community. So mm-hmm. I'd love to set up or, like, help with more kind of supports. Yeah. Um, especially for, like, young queer people. Mm-hmm. Um, But also, I would love to, I don't know, I think, we, I think we need to get get rid of direct provision from this country oh it's totally. so absolutely disgusting it's, it's so embarrassing i think it's the biggest shame of the nation that we have direct provision here so i would love to be able to like throw a huge amount of money at that and get, get fucking yeah i agree with you i think that like you know in fucking 40 years or whatever there'll be people writing these like tell-all books about what direct provision was like in this day oh, and age and yes. everything and we'll be like how did we let that go on down the road but sure we all know what's we going know on and obviously like we don't have control direct control over it but like yeah. it's an outrage oh, it's, it's literally like people's human rights being abused like yeah in our current society at the moment and in ireland in 2023 honestly yeah it's anyway these like internment <sighs> camps basically yeah. but um yeah so i think um i don't know i think that means i suppose you know with the world on fire as well we'd have to do a few environmental bits yeah i'd love to um sort out ireland's waste system mm. it drives me mad mm. you know like in spain how they have 
like you just go out to your bins and like you have green bin you have the glass bin um, paper bin plastic bin all that kind of stuff and they have yeah. them on like every street I would like try and single handedly fund that I think for Ireland or yeah. the fact that we export our recycling is disgusting I know state um, absolute state of I would invest in like a lot more composting in this country and then yeah. the other thing that I think this country could invest in and make a killing on and also really benefit the world is wind farms you know yes Put them in the sea, like because I know people hate the how the noise and them being near yeah. their houses yeah. and stuff. And, and I kind of understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick them in the sea, make That's fields it. full of solar panels. You know that Stunning. kind of shit. Yeah. Um, There's loads we can. Oh, do. I'd love to have money, but then they say that if you have money, you actually stop caring. There's like a psychological thing where yeah, you become more of an asshole the more money you have, and it's very rare to not get that. So you'd have to yeah. like, I think you'd have to really focus on keeping the same friends. And making them hold you accountable. Yeah. And like your family. For sure. I would need that, I think. <laughs> Which does lead to my yeah. next question. What would you not want to change at all if you did become rich overnight? Oh, God. Um, About my life? Anything. Well, I'll say mine first. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would hate to forget the value of money. Mm. Um, mm. And I think I could really easily, to be honest, but like... Yeah. Um. I I was talking to a family member who has, I uh, used to know this very rich person, and she was talking about this guy who used to have lunches on Camden Street all the time, and he'd like mm. they would cost like ten grand because he'd just keep buying what drinks and stuff for people. He'd oh. buy like bottles and everything, and they'd sit oh. there for hours. But like he'd spend like ten grand in one sitting. Good lord. And like, holy god, I'm, that actually makes me sick. I'm like, you walk away and you forget about that. And like, yeah. I don't like, I I wouldn't <clears throat> shame people for like, if you have enough money, like, if you have a lot of disposable income to spend it. Mm. But like, you can get a really nice meal for way less than ten grand. <laughs> Significantly, go out and hand that to somebody sitting yeah. on the street. Or like, I would hate to for like That's to very get that carbonara. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would hate to get that that like. Um, Disattached. That's just definitely not a word, but like <laughs> um, English. <laughs> the, that kind of um far away from like yeah, what yeah. money is like um yeah. and realize that like it's actually a really important thing. I wish it wasn't so important, but it is. And like um well, a lot of people are struggling with it to not have it and stuff like that in this world. And you're yeah. fucking spending ten grand on a lunch. Yeah, I think a lunch, that, I not think... even a dinner. Yeah, it's not even your main meal of the day. <laughs> How much is dinner going to be? Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> but no, I I know I know exactly what you mean. It because that's like a, it's like willfully being wasteful. You know, yeah, it's like, like succession deliberately. <laughs> Yeah, it's but it's like what it's, they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, it's like the it's the the spending is the that is the point of it. Yeah, it's to squander it. Yeah, you know, and that's exactly. the joy they're getting from it. But I do think so. I don't. I I I can see why people. What you said about people kind of like becoming assholes after getting rich because they they lose touch with mm. reality. And I think you definitely would become disconnected from like a lot of what normally matters. And in in a sense, if everything is possible and everything's available to you at all times, I can see how you actually would get kind of jaded in a way. Totally. And then that's when you start leaning into these kind of like debaucherous behaviours. And yeah. like, because you want to feel excited in some way, but you can't because yeah. everything is available. But also, like, you if know? you're the cash cow, I think everyone around you becomes oh. a yes man. So that yes. makes you become an asshole. Like, yeah. if I was living off you, if you suddenly became rich, I, I don't know if I'd speak to you the same way that I do now. 
you know you mean which is with, without any with, respect with no yeah. respect yeah. at all um <laughs> no but like you know i don't know say you were acting like an <clears throat> asshole and like but you were also like i don't know helping me with the payment for a house or whatever like yeah. i don't think i could turn around and be like annie you're being a bit of a dick at the moment well you know? so because I wonder... there would be a shift we wouldn't be necessarily equals anymore no. on that level so there'd be a shift in you the power dynamic <laughs> god um. Well, maybe if I wear platform shoes. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, because the, the effort, I do think like a lot of your relationships would then kind of become transactional. Yeah. Which would be, yeah. I think, bad for the rich person as well. Oh, because, 100%. You, know, yeah, you, you don't wouldn't have any authentic and, connections. Yeah. Yeah. And um, did you ever watch um, the Vice? series on like I, f- I forget what it's called but basically it's like people wearing masks and they tell stories about like things they've witnessed and it could be somebody who used to be like a Facebook content moderator or somebody who used right. to be like a sex worker or somebody. Oh cool. But I saw one and it was people who work on billionaire super yachts. Fucking hell. And the the stuff that oh, they would put the staff I'm through. definitely going to check that out. What yeah do. Uh, like they basically treat the staff like objects as well like they just were like whatever I need you better do it and no matter how depraved or like degrading it was they just had to do it and especially because they're like on a boat where are they going to go they can't storm off yeah unless you're going to hop in the dinghy (laughs) you can't do that sometimes (laughs) that's probably why billionaires love being on yachts so much is that they're not being held accountable Yeah. yeah It's like this weird no man's land. Yeah. But 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 they're kind of unaccountable anyway. Like no matter what they do, if you have enough money, you can just make Oh totally. Make money right away. Yeah. But I the other day I was um <laughs> I in work I was talking about people cryopreserving their corpses. Oh yeah. So I think that is like one of the top most ridiculous wasteful things that you can purchase as a rich person that's true actually and like I went on there's a website in there's a place in um, Switzerland or Germany that does it and uh, it's like you have to have life insurance up to 200 grand or whatever to to do it and then yeah. and then it's like 30 euro a month until you die and like when you die they get an alert and they come down in their little cryopreservation ambulance and they uh, pump you full of like some sort of cryopreservative and then they're like, and you know, when medical technology allows, you might be able to get reanimated. Perfect. Like, yeah. Do they think they're going to find a cure for death? Like, yeah. I, yeah. I don't think you know that's what they ever going to be a thing. I think rich people think like, they, they get to a point where they're like, money can make anything possible. Yeah. Even cheat death. Yeah. You know? It's probably a horrible waste of resources to keep like oh, a corpse. Of course it is. Frozen or whatever like, as well. I think they're put into like either liquid nitrogen or like minus 80 but like it's re- it takes a lot of energy to maintain that temperature. Of course. But then I was like what if the business goes bust? Yeah. What happens to the corpses? You get liquidated. You get sold to someone. <laughs> oh Jesus. Maybe it gets maybe it gets stuffed and put into that taxidermy place we saw in Paris. Oh yeah. They roll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, I I just it was wild. That taxidermy place was fucked up talking about money. Like some yeah. of that stuff was big. Money. How much was the polar bear? Like 30 grand? Yeah. Isn't that mad? Yeah. Imagine just like lashing in and be like, ah oh, yeah, I'll take the bear. Yeah, actually, <laughs> Liam slash Donna, um, the third person on our trip was asking me the other day, how much do you actually think? Or no, where do you actually <laughs> think they got that stuff from? And I was like, well, I'd like to think it was like from the zoo. Right. And they died of natural causes. Yeah. And Liam was not convinced. But I was like, surely there would be protesters, like crazy vegans, like there are in Westmoreland Street at the Jack moment. Be out there. Surely they'd be like outside going mad about that place if they were like, 
unethically yeah. catching them because yeah that's a polar bear like that's um like a bit yeah i had a old roommate and her boyfriend used to work in like a dog food factory and one day he went in and there was like a dead giraffe on the ground because what because <laughs> the like they gave them to the from the zoo oh, right. from the dog, okay. food, to the dog food factory because they just need random meat to put in dog food it doesn't matter what it is like so sorry yeah and then I used dog to have, food could have giraffe like a platypus it. yeah and then i used to have a friend who ate dog food Oh and, goodness! Um, okay, I never told her. Okay? Well, she no, she she did it to be funny, like at a party. Oh, like it wasn't. <laughs> that was she didn't do it trick. on a regular, yeah, Guys, on a regular basis. <laughs> but um, I was like to her, "You could be eating giraffe right now." Was and she delighted? Yeah, she was. Like, she was like, "Oh my god, yeah. luxury!" Well, she was eating dog food. <laughs> I don't think anything was meats. gonna. <laughs> I don't think anything was gonna get through to her, you know. Um, but wow. yeah, good lord, um, that was quite the tangent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so yeah, what would you want to not change? Do- oh, sorry. Um, okay, well, I think yours was a pretty good one. Thank you. The value of money. Um, I think, yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't like to lose the connection that I have with people, you know. Mm. Like, just what we were saying about, like, you know, you, could, you I can see how you could get surrounded by a new group. Fake people. Um, yeah, yeah, who are just really, like either trying to get something off you or just in the same echelon as you and just everyone is just like, everything's fabulous. Yeah. But they're not actually being authentic about it. Do you think you'd need a rich circle to like vent to? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Because I think you might get very unrelatable to your friends. Exactly. It's probably like a unique experience. Yeah. Um, Because I'd say you might get like, because I'd say, I feel like people might treat you differently even if you stayed relatively the same potentially some people wouldn't be able to just forget that you're not absolutely loaded to be 100% like, yeah and they'd just be so distracted by it that they'd be like yeah wouldn't be able to stop thinking about it I like to think if one of my friends mm. became really rich and even if they were really helping me and stuff that I'd like I'd feel like I owed them to just like treat them the same yeah or whatever oh yeah they'd probably need it more than ever exactly but I, I, yeah I, then you, you never know until you're in that situation you know yeah but I am noticing a trend um, that every time you talk about someone getting rich that you somehow are benefiting also. Me? Yes. Of course I am. Uh, are you I'd still milk the shit be, out of them. They'd be a patron of some sort. Yeah. A patron of the arts. Oh, I'm dying to have a patron. <laughs> You're yeah. t- you are dying to have a patron. No, but I like, feel like you'll get one. I could just like live in like their basement or something, you know. Like if in I was the, rich, in the gate lodge. The first thing I do is buy one of those like three story, four story houses oh, from like absolutely. Leeson Street upwards. Like so Ronald and Donnybrook, Leeson Street, somewhere around there. Absolutely. And they have the little um like basement flats downstairs. Yeah. I'd move someone I love in there. I'd have like yeah. my friends staying in the guest rooms all the time. Stunning. And stuff. Um yeah, that would be so fab. And that's what I'd expect my friends to do. Like, if one yeah. of my friends became uber rich, I'd be like, right, this is how you're going to spend your money. They yeah. wouldn't be like, decide it. I would decide <laughs> yeah. it. I'm now your financial advisor. Yeah. And executor of your will. Honestly, yeah. Because I actually think <laughs> if more people listened to me, the world would be a better place. Okay. Which is why I have this show. <laughs> Fair. Um, I Would you, do you know what I'd love if, like, me and like 10 of my favorite friends just like if we all bought an enormous mansion somewhere yeah let's like do all, it and like had a little not a commune 
because they can go weird. But like, just like a stunning little community. I want a weird commune. Yeah, I, I mean, mind when yeah. I'm there, to be honest. But like, imagine like a big load of buzzers just all living in like lap of luxury. Just yeah. Having a ball. And the, like that the, doesn't happen enough anymore. No. Everyone's too broke. No. Yeah. Yeah. But I think a lot of people like, well, yeah, everyone's broke. But, but I think, you know, people focus on having like a romantic partner to start that type of life yeah. where they're like living with people or like settling down somewhere. But I'd love if, you know, groups of friends and including partners as well yeah, could, yeah. could just like form this like little... Well, that's the worst thing about like the big focus on the nuclear family, I think. And that started in like the 60s, 50s, 60s, where mm. it really pushed for it to be like... um a husband, wife and kids. Mm -hmm. Whereas like before that, friends would be in flats together and friends. And like now that's seen as like something you do until you can afford to move into your own place or Mm. whatever. But like, it's actually really lonely living alone. Like, Mm. and then you Mm. don't always find a partner. But yeah, yeah, like I'm definitely like, my husband is really going to have to put up with the fact that like, every single one of my friends will have a key to that house and will be popping (laughs) in as much as they want. And like, I don't really ever get sick of being around people is the thing. I'm a very social mm, person. So mm-hmm. it really will be. If you want to be my lover, you got to go with my friends. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that Your be life motto is yeah. wanna be. But like I'm moving into fair. a new place today, like in Ooh, town. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Speaking of money, like it's, it's such a relief to, it was yeah. very stressful, this whole house search. And I mean, you oh, know, we, we all know how, how hard it is at the moment. Mm. But, um, the, like I intend to cut keys for everyone um, because I'm like I live in town now I think that when you, you live in the city it's kind of your responsibility because I want to be like coming home from work and my friend be in town and I see them on my Instagram story and be like be waiting in my room I'll be there in half an hour you know <laughs> oh I love that yeah so nice. um, but that that's very much like your whole bohemian vibe which I love why what I don't know well I just this is what it was like in you know in your actual flat where there was pre-drinks and also post-drinks mm-hmm. um, but it was just that whole like bohemian lifestyle of just like you know we're all just pals and we're all just hanging out together and like I'll pop in you pop in it's really lovely I think yeah. it's a great way to like foster deep connections with people that are like beyond just uh, a couple a very insular sort of a couple thank you, know you. I mean <clears throat> I have always been really interested in meeting new people it's just like always I hope I never get I hope I never get jaded and be like oh I know enough people now or whatever like because <laughs> I actually really like meeting new people and then like when it's yeah. people that your friends approve of you know when it's like a friend of a friend or whatever I love that yeah and I've met so many of my close friends through just being like come over there's nothing better than when you have a friend that you love and then another friend and then they meet and then they hit it off oh yeah. oh it's so good I love mixing my group of friends as well like I get that makes giddy. me nervous though yeah. oh no I get giddy like when like recently I went to Botanic Gardens and I just got like loads of like I had like three groups people mm-hmm. from like three different groups all getting together and oh. I was on a high for the whole day like oh. it was one of the best experiences of 2023 so what? far <laughs> Oh no, I would be, I'd be shocked about that now. Oh, I was... Three groups! Oh, I was so... I was having the Me time nerds. of my life because everyone was bonding and I was like, I did this. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to have my house and just throw parties with like a hundred people Ooh. all under the same roof, you know? Oh, amazing. Um. So, Annie, the segment, as you know, um, where I ask a very important question mm. um, <laughs> that I put out on my Instagram... <laughs> Um, this is the third one, and mm-hmm. this week I handed it over to you. Mm-hmm. So you asked, 
Would you would you have sex with your own clone? Was it? Yeah. Yes. So let me get that poll up. <laughs> hmm. This is a very important issue that needs to be discussed. It is a very important question. Would you have sex with your own clone? So at the moment it's 68% yes and 32% no. Okay. I yeah. think everyone who said no is the biggest wet blanket going. <laughs> How miserable. Did you say yes? You said did no. You, you loser. Oh, you silly goose. My producer is you a didn't loser. Mean it. <laughs> um How would you know? Uh I, a quick hand job. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> I just think like you're you're probably only going to meet your own clone once, you know. Yeah, um, my mind wouldn't run a mile for me, I'd say. <laughs> so like, I would be getting her pants off. Like, um, well, she wouldn't be wearing pants. She's me. She, she'd have yeah, a dress be, on. Yeah, you'd be but a lovely shift dress I off. did. So there's a few questions I had. I had a chat. One of my friends wrote to me and said, but it is he crazy. said, yeah, I w- I'd want to know, am I any good? Right. And I said, I agree. But I said, but if it's like a brand new clone, maybe he hasn't had any practice. Like yeah. he was just born, which actually, is that ethically... Correct. Yeah. yeah, I'm making it sound. Anyway, and he said, well, I was thinking it's, this is a very intelligent conversation that we were having. He said, yeah. I was thinking it's a metaphysical clone, exact copy with all my memories and experiences. Yes. Yeah, no, I that's think what, if, yeah, that's what I also meant. I think if you cloned me right now and put her on the table and she woke up, she'd go like this. <laughs> she'd be horrified <laughs> that we'd given birth to her. Like, um, I don't think she'd want to have sex at all. She would be like, kill me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what has I done? Um, boys, the... <laughs> yeah, so do you picture it being like another you as in like has lived all through your experiences? Yeah, I think I'd want it to be, you An know. exact replica of you. Yeah, but well... But in mirror image, because I don't, I don't want to highlight my own asymmetry looking at the clone. A mirror image? It has to be how I look in the mirror, not oh, how I look in real life. Right, so Otherwise like... Otherwise I'd be like, oh my God, you look so weird. So like your right testicle would be yeah. his left testicle? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, Because yes, yes. that's the only way it wouldn't be horrifying. I get it, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know why I... I I've, I've been asking people this for years. Mm. Uh, I don't know why but I just think it's an interesting question and I can usually tell who's going to say yes and who's going to say no <laughs> I think I could discover a lot about myself but at the moment I'm struggling to <clears throat> orgasm I talk about that a lot Yeah, um, that's because I have a new vagina and like I'm still mm-hmm. figuring it out I'm kind of on a quest at the moment mm-hmm. sorry mom stop listening for a minute but um, I'm going to just... yeah I'm going to buy um, a magic wand I've decided but oh. I'm just waiting until I don't want to go into my savings for it so I'm just like saving for it um, how expensive are they? I don't want to buy an expensive one is the thing I had an ex with one that was like it was a really good brand right. but it's like quite expensive it's like she 200 and it. something she deserves it yeah um, and you know I might end up clarinating it <laughs> is that a verb? please put it on clarinet I might yeah um, just for the gas it's love funny like, I'm still paying off check it I'm out. still paying off my magic wand <laughs> but uh, anyway I think if I had a clone and like I could like yes. yeah I could like you could learn loads yeah because I wouldn't feel shy about like <clears throat> giving her an orgasm and playing with her because she'd just feel like me you know mm. sex mm. can be like I, I think with a lot of the men like because I'm trying to figure it out at the moment they're like a bit uh, they're kind of playing with me and expecting oh, I don't know mm. I don't know how to tell them what to do because I don't know what you to don't do myself yet. yeah yeah but anyway it's my my quest of the summer is to find my orgasm again I think um, you know. Like I had one after I got my surgery I had a couple mm. But um, Then yeah Anyway It's, it's gone But um, Apparently it's actually Quite common with like Cis women as well um, 
Anyway, clone. What what um, would be your thoughts about having sex with your clone? What would you do first? Oh. I'm only joking. You don't buy have him to. dinner. No. Um, no, I just think uh, I don't know why I I wonder about this. <laughs> it's like, is it is it is it like narcissistic? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think it's like, well, I personally, I, I'm very like, I'm a bit scared of sex because I was with the same person for like nearly 20 years. Okay. And so I just have to be very nervous about it. Mm. So I think in a way it's like a way of like, you know, being able to explore it, but not, but if it's just me, then it's, you know, it's less scary. Exactly. Know, yeah, I'd be know? really comfortable with her, I feel like. Yeah. And I, and I think I could have more, like, because I think, you know, if you get in your head about sex, you can get, I think you can be quite tough on yourself about it. Totally. And you kind of get into this whole, like, oh my God, why can't you just be yeah normal about it? Uh, but I think if it was, if it was like externalized and I could actually see myself, I think I'd have a lot more compassion yeah, that level, I mean, sex know? is just supposed to be fun and an enjoyable thing. Yeah. It's not supposed to be the serious thing, but a lot of it us gets take so it very loaded. seriously. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. serious. Yeah. But I don't know. I also think, I don't know. Well, I think it's a question that's probably less applicable to 100% straight people. Because then they'd be having homosexual sex, which they probably Yeah, but like I consider to. myself 100% straight and I've gone down on a woman before just to try yeah. it. Yeah, just to give it a go. I think in the modern day, you should. Well, like, I forgot that people actually have embarrassment about their sexuality and stuff like that. Because mm. I'm just never mm. really been that way. But, like, I I think in the modern day, you owe it to yourself to eat the genitals of the same sex. <laughs> or the sex that you don't think you're attracted to. Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that means know. you would have to oh, stick your tongue in a woman. Oh, <gasps> And I volunteer. No, okay, I'm just joking. Perfect. No, I, I really. Is that I, why you I, asked I, me I here today? You. you freak me out enough already. Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> I get that a lot. <laughs> um, but... I think a lot of gay men are having sex with their clone. Yes, you see oh, it a lot less with yeah. with gay women, but a lot of gay men, I think, are having sex with, like a carbon copy of themselves. And Absolutely. like that is the ultimate form of narcissism. I kind of admire yeah. how narcissistic that <laughs> yeah, is. Like. Yeah. Well, do you know what it is? When you're gay, you. Are, you obviously have attraction to, you know, certain features in the same sex. And then if you find that attractive, sometimes you try to emulate that in, in yourself. yourself. That makes sense, actually. So yeah. then you're attracted to, and then you're also trying to be it. So then you end up just being the same thing. Oh. So you just morph into one. Yeah. Which Interesting. is... Yeah, but it happens so much, though. Yeah. But there's also a term, lesbian morphing syndrome. Where, is there? <laughs> yeah. Where it happens to like gay women as well. Oh. But that's more like when they're together a long time, I think. Yeah. I'm just too much of a hag. I'm around too much of the, the, <laughs> yeah, the men. Too... I don't really know how the women work. <laughs> well, um, I'm seeing it's right. But... I'm interviewing a lesbian next week. Um, Ask her For the podcast. It. So I'll talk to her about I it. I don't think she'll yeah. be offended. <laughs> Listeners, I'll bring it back. <laughs> I think that's a good place to wrap up talking about um, <laughs> gay people being clones of themselves. Um, before I wrap up, I always ask a guest, do you have any questions for me? Which is weird to ask my friend because I feel like you've probably asked me everything you've ever wanted to know, but... Yes, I do have access to you quite yeah. a lot. Um, I guess uh, my question would be, like, what is... Because I, I see you as, like, oh, okay. someone who has... Um, it's like you're sort of, like crystallizing as your truest self 
more okay. and more as like time goes on. Okay. Yeah. No. I, yeah, well, try not to. Do you want a, a no, pack of the Pringles? Okay, you're being do you want a, a pack of the Pringles <laughs> if you can too, you bitch. Bush, okay, you're being Bush, genuine. Bush. I'm focused. Yeah, okay. I am. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What okay. a wagon. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. I'm serious. No, okay. no. 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 But I do see that, and um, like you're um. You know, well, you're just a very authentic person, which I really appreciate about you. And I know you've like you've been through like the depths of hell to get where you are now, but you've definitely like unlocked something very powerful in yourself. So what I wonder about you is like, do you have a vision of like where you want to go on this? Like I say, like, I guess career wise, really, like, you know, you've done your play, which is amazing. Uh, I know you have a podcast. Well, first of all, thank you. Um, I don't think I know a clear vision. I don't think I do have um, because I don't think that anything, I think that anything that's like happened in the last year, like I feel like things have only really picked up for me in the last like six months Mm -hmm. because before that I was just so, I was struggling for a long time. Um, And it's only now that I've like had the luxury of thinking about like being creative again and stuff. Um, But yeah, no, like, I mean, the show was a gorgeous thing to do. The one woman show, which actually ended up having another person in it. Um, yeah, um, one woman, one man. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the one woman show, um, Pagings at Layla's. And then it was only like, as I was coming to get to the show and I kept talking about like fostering this kind of a vibe of nobody wants to leave the pre-drinks, you know, um, yeah. you enjoy yourself so much at the pre-drinks and I wanted to talk about very serious stuff in that kind of an atmosphere. And then mm-hmm. I thought that's where the podcast, the idea for the podcast came to, because I thought like it, it would actually be gorgeous to bring people into that atmosphere and talk about it. And like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, the only place I see it going from here is hopefully that um, we could do like live shows of this, you Ooh, know, live interviews um, yeah. of talking about and having that kind of pre-drinks atmosphere. Love that. Um, but no, other than that, no, I'm just really enjoying myself and trying yeah. to really live in the moment. You know, mm. I did one of the lines of my show was that like my life, I've had to spend so much of my life and this is all very wet and this is the gym talking to you. But um, <laughs> I've had to spend so much of my life like letting light in mm-hmm. and like fighting darkness that um, yeah. I all I care about now is like enjoying myself and like. Damn right much. now I'm enjoying this podcast and I was enjoying the show and like if it came to a point, you know, 500 episodes in, no one's joking, but like after, <laughs> you know, 50 episodes or whatever, if I went, I'm not really enjoying it anymore, I would either take a break or just stop it, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. But not not I, be like tied to a sense of obligation. Exactly. I hope that um, yeah. anything creative I do, I hope that I have the luxury of like it being like an authentic, coming from like an authentic yeah. need and not yeah, like yeah. to pay the bills. Yeah. Because right now, I have a BGJ, a big girl job, um, which is paid. I didn't know what so. that stood for. <laughs> it just sounds sexual. It really it? does. Um, but that that would be paying my bills. And yeah. I, I, I do think you have to be by, this is completely off topic, but like if you do go to like, you know, if you become like a full-time writer or a full-time actor or whatever mm-hmm. you want, it, it puts a different layer to it because yeah. now you're not being creative for creative sake. You're doing yeah. it to survive. Yeah. Which is, a big ask it's a, isn't it yeah it's a very different feel yeah. yes. to what yes, yes. creativity should be what's just that an extra layer of desperation to mm. it all yes <laughs> it's yes. not but as we talked about in this podcast episode 
a loss. You need mm. money. So. Mm. Yeah. Patrons, submissions uh, are being uh, accepted right now. For patrons. For patrons. Yes, yes Layla's mm. patrons. Um, what can they expect to receive as uh, part of their patronage? Oh, like I'd have sex with someone for <laughs> if they... If, if I thought you were going to just say a monthly newsletter. Oh, no. Oh, like, are you talking about Patreons? <laughs> no. Like the Patreon thing? No, just like someone who gives you money to do art. You don't have to have sex with everyone who gives you money, Layla. Yeah, but I like <laughs> but it. But you can if you want to. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to wrap up there. I have a few thank yous to do. As always, thanks to my brilliant producer, Niall Duggan, for Wee. putting up with my shit. There are two people... It takes two people to make this podcast um, and he actually probably works harder than I do. So um, thank you to DJ Succulent for my wonderful music. Remember Ooh. one time I called him DJ Soaking West by an accident? <laughs> I uh, think you would like that though. Yeah, I think he'd like yeah. it. I must tell him that. <laughs> and thank you to Annie Queries for being mm. my gorgeous guest. And thank you to anyone out there listening. Um, and yeah um, until next time that was so nice I loved it thank you cheers cheers